Welcome to Confessions of a Modern Artist. I'm your host, Luke Wynn. And my confession for today, I knew my career was over when I started driving Uber. Yeah, this is my confessional. This is my confessional. This is my confessional. This is my confessional. First of all, how are you guys doing today? Is the year going the way you thought it would be? Has it been going according to plan? If not, welcome to my life as a modern artist. Me and my wife, we were, we were living in Reno, Nevada. And I just knew that there were certain things that I would not be able to accomplish from the standpoint of being an artist in that city. It's just not a city that's conducive for artists. You just, you're not going to blow up there. And for some reason, after 10 years, I was finding no real traction. So I really felt like God wanted me to go to L.A. <laughs> I'm not in L.A., but that's a whole different story. We're going to keep it with today's confessional. So we end up here in Phoenix, and we had big dreams. Big dreams. You know, we were working with my dad on his movie. You know, I was screenwriting. Actually, I got a contract to write six episodes for a TV series, um, I started making the best music I had ever made in my life. Things were just, it just felt so good to just be around something so new. And that quickly came to a halt. It quickly came to a halt. We got to a point where we didn't know how or if we were going to be able to pay our rent. Things became really, really bad, you know, like, but you already know, like, as a modern artist, things don't always go the way you want. You're not immediately able to just make money off your craft, you know? And that's something that we faced at that year. This was 2021. And I just remember, like, just in that moment, like, I just had so many big dreams, and I'm making this great music, and I'm just, I have that feeling like, yo, this is the one. Like, this is what's gonna, we did it. Like, like this music is crazy. Like, if I just get it into the right people's hands, you know? I was trying to make connections. I was trying to learn. I was trying to do whatever it took to like take things to the next level. And they were, they were falling. You know, we were in, uh, we were in Tempe, which is in the Valley, Phoenix area. And we, you know, tried to go to LA. We would go to LA. All right. So we were, we, okay. So we were living in an apartment. We could barely afford to pay it. Actually, we were like, we were out of there. We, we, we had to figure something else out. So we go to LA. And we're looking at $5 million homes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, we were looking at, like, these mansions and stuff like that. Like, I'm just, I'm such a dreamer, you guys. Like, I'm always going to give us hope. I'm never going to, I just refuse to retreat. But, yeah, so at this point, like, yeah, we were just, we just had so many high hopes. I had a couple meetings in L.A., had a couple uh, gigs that I did out there as far as, um, um, like, as far as, like, just, uh, on the TV side, you know, and after all that, we end up living with my brother, my wife. She was pregnant at the time. We already had two kids. He had a three-bedroom apartment, <laughs> and we go from looking at five million dollar homes in LA <laughs> to living in one bedroom in my brother's apartment, and 
Yeah, I actually, <laughs> um, I actually had at one point because, like I said, I can't nothing keep me down. At one point, living with my brother, um, I was streaming my music. Right, I dropped a single, and I was like, "Yo, maybe I can trick the algorithm by just pressing play and always letting my music play." So we had about like seven different computers. <laughs> We had like seven different computers and, and devices playing my single all the time, constantly. And <laughs> this man's Wi-Fi bill the next month was crazy. <laughs> he was like, he was like, Luke, my bill was $300 this month, bro. <laughs> the saddest part, I'm so sorry, Alex, to this day I haven't paid him back. I got you when things get better for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny, man. Just always dreaming. But anyways, <laughs> anyway, so during that time, like, things were not working out. Like, as far as me just trying to look for a job, I'm like, yo, I got my college degree. Like, I can do something, you know? Mm-mm. Even, I even, <laughs> I even applied for a job at In-N-Out wearing a three-piece suit and a bow tie. I didn't even get that job, y'all. It was, I was down bad for sure. Um, <laughs> but thank God, you know, thank God for, he has a plan. But before we continued to see how his plan was going to pay out, I had to start Uber driving. And when I tell y'all, I was miserable, y'all. Like, I'm this guy who's never drunk, never smoked, never been clubbing, never, I've lived a very sheltered life. And here I am, Driving at two o'clock in the morning, car smelling like marijuana and stinking alcohol, being yelled at, people talking like the it was a very, very miserable experience. And I remember just how agonizing it would be. <laughs> just like you just have these big dreams and you're in your little small car, hoping to get a tip, you know. <laughs> I've done some crazy drives for like seven dollars, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> shout out to our boy Alex because when he, he at one point he was there too and when he was driving Uber he was crying in his car but <laughs> I never cried but I was I would just drive really angry and one time one time it occurred to me I was like maybe God put this on my heart but it's like hmm I'm spending so much energy being bad driving like just angry at this what is my only job at this point you know and I was like whether I'm happy sad angry mad I gotta be in this car for 12 hours so why not just be happy why not just be joyful you know and it's so funny because I finally got out of that funk not it it was literally like immediately I said okay you know what the next person comes in I'm going to make it seem like I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and ever as soon as that happened, like had a, a great conversation. I played them, them some of my music. They followed me on social media. Like they became a fan, you know. And I just continued to live like every single drive. Hey, hey, how you doing? Thank you for choosing Uber. You know, like I changed my whole attitude and I, I made a giant, a giant pivot. Because I realized no one was being miserable except me. It, no one was affected by it, you know? Nobody in my car forced me to drive Uber. 
you know, am, am I going to be mad at God because my dream wasn't how I thought it should be? No, like, so being miserable and feeling like, yo, your career and my life is just over because I had these giant expectations that I didn't feel like I met them. It was only hurting me. It was only making me a hard person to be around. It was only making me to be poisonous to my kids, you know. But the moment I switched my attitude and I allowed just to allow, I, I chose joy. I chose happiness in a situation where I could have stayed miserable. I could have had any excuse to be like that. Choosing joy, I got more tips. People, I got better ratings. I got better rides. It became a more enjoyable experience. I met some extremely dope connections. I made clients who paid me thousands of dollars through Uber. <laughs> it's so funny. And then at the end of the day, I was able to make more money than I've ever made before through Uber. <laughs> so it's so funny because a lot of times we think, oh, because the, because the, the, the plan that I have for my life is not going according to how I want it, my life is over. So here I am just complacent. And when you get that attitude and you choose to be miserable and doing something that's just momentary, you you don't move forward. But me having joy, understanding the bigger picture, I was able to, I was able to like just really put things in pers- into perspective. I started my production company. I was able to start getting clients through podcasting and through that that type of stuff. I was still making music. I was still having a means of providing for my family. And ultimately, I was able to have test subjects. And that's the biggest blessing that has come through Uber because, as I said in the last episode, being in a small city where everybody knows you, making music, it's like, if it's good, yeah, it's obviously it's going to feel good. But it's such a small niche market that the context is there. It's like, oh, we know Luke. Oh, yeah, this is dope. Luke did that. So me now being in a different city, playing my music consistently, like, I've done, like, 3,000 rides. Only one drunk, like, 90-year-old man didn't like my music. But it actually gave me, like, a boost to understand, oh, Luke, you don't suck. You haven't... It's not that you haven't been discovered or blown up because you suck. People just don't even know. So giving, them, giving people the opportunity to hear my music and to see where I am as an artist, they all enjoy it. And that's been so crazy to me because something that I thought would end my career actually gave life to it. It gave life to the point where I understood how I can minister to those people who are, how I can minister to people who get into this car, who are going through things, how my music can breathe life, how just the feeling and the heart and the soul in my creation that God blessed me to be able to do, how that affects people in church, outside of church, people who are broken, people who are drunk, people who are high, people who are going through it. I've been able to see like the impact that can be made through this art. And because of that, like I have such an optimistic viewpoint of who I am as an artist, but also it's finally, I'm finally able to view things beyond how many followers I have on Instagram. You know, I'm finally able to view my career beyond how many streams I got this month. Because people may not know about it, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be able to make an impact. And every single time I get into that car to drive Uber, I'm making an impact in someone's life. And my music is always playing. And <laughs> it's just funny how life works. Things go in full circle. A lot of times we think that things have to go the way we want it to go. But when you let go and have joy in letting go, 
you find like there's just revelation in that. Because when you let go of what your plans and what your desires are, and you accept what God is trying to do in your life, it allows you to have freedom and peace in knowing, I don't know where I'm headed, but I know that God knows where I'm headed. And if, as long as I'm in his will, I'm headed the right direction. So that's my confession for today. <laughs> Have you guys ever worked a job or do you feel like you're at a place in your life where you feel like your career is over? Is that your confession for today? If it is, I want to give you hope in knowing you have to look beyond who you are and what you think and what your viewpoint is and understand how God can use that place where you're at to manifest the greatness and the purpose that he has for you. But you have to have a posture of purpose. <laughs> She's screaming again. I'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah, this is my confessional. This is my confessional. This is my confessional. This is my confessional. This is my confessional.